Welcome to the You Got This podcast, featuring authors Donnie and Sandy. We invite you to settle in, open your hearts and minds, and be inspired to trust and present hope in the Lord. When you allow Him to lead the way, you got this. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, This is your new Life Ministries with your host Sandy and Donnie. And uh, we just would like to apologize for uh, our delay. We have been having a rough time since we moved. First of all, my wife gets sick, and then it just went uh, haywire for a little while. But we are back. We are back, and we're going to finish our uh, series on Rise Up. And um, if you want to keep us in your prayers that we can keep this thing going, we would certainly appreciate it. But in this season 13... I mean, Season 3, Episode 13, my apologies. We're going to talk about uh, three topics. Battling your emotions, which we had to do with some very serious emotional issues since we've been gone. Two, we're going to be talking about overcoming who rejected you. And finally, number three is the correct reaction and response from the uh, from uh, your emotional and uh, troubles and overcoming them. So we're going to, we're going to talk about that all to, all today on this episode, and just we just ask for your continued prayers as we continue to overcome what we had gone through the last uh, couple months, and um, we thank you for listening to us and uh, keeping us in your prayers. Yes, welcome back, welcome back to you got this. We are so glad to be back with you, and we you know couldn't wait to get back. We moved in November, and then for two months I've been sick for December and January. So we are so glad to be back with you, and we have so many good episodes coming on this topic of Rise Up. And we're going to have a special guest next week. At the end of the episode, I will let uh, Donnie touch on that. But let's get back, let's get into what I have for you today. We have Rise Up from Those Who Don't Accept You. And we all know that we're going to go through life with people. Not everybody's going to like you. So if you think everybody is going to like you through life, just kind of nix that notion right there. Because you're going to have people that like you and people that don't. And we can't let that determine our joy. We can't let that determine our peace and the way we're going through life. Because if they don't like you, who cares? Stop trying to measure up to them. Who died made them God. Right? You are who you are. Beautifully and wonderfully made. Matthew. If you want to turn to your Bibles. Matthew chapter 10 verses 11 through 15. Whatever town or village you enter. Search for someone worthy person there. And stay at his house. Until you leave. As you enter the home. Give it your greeting. If the home is deserving. Let your peace rest on it. If not, let your peace return to you. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, shake the dust off your feet when you leave that home or town. I tell you the truth, it will be more bearable for Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town. What does that mean? Okay, when you go somewhere, your shoes are always carrying residue, right? So that's what that represents, residue of the past. Shake it off. Don't carry it with you into the present and into your future. Get that negative baggage off. Give it over to God. He can take care of those people who are hurting you better than you can. Exactly. Who's going to take care of you through thick and thin? One being your parents, of course, but also your Heavenly Father. 
He's got your back. He knows what's going to happen to you. He knows how to heal you better than anybody on this planet. He created everybody in it. That even the Bible says that. So don't even sweat it. Don't sweat the small stuff. <coughs> and forget about, I'm sorry, forget about who has wronged you. Just move on. That's the best thing you do is move on. Just like if somebody does something in, when you're driving down the road, uh, they wrong you. They're, they're going to do that. Who cares? Just let it walk away. That's another way of getting rid of the residue. Yeah, so your emotions will overwhelm you from time to time. We have problems coming at us one after the other, and boy, don't me and Donnie know it from the last few months. Due to problems, due to people in your life giving you problems, and people who know the right buttons to push to get you upset, and they do it quite often. You know in your heart the way God wants you to live your life and how he wants you to treat others. You know he wants you to truly desire to live above your emotions. But that one person is always there saying and doing things to hurt you and make you mad. You wonder how anyone can be so thoughtlessly mean. The verse above talks about the disciples as they were sent out to spread the good news. But it is a way of life we need to live. Shaking the dust off our feet. That's what he was trying to get through to them. True victory is when Satan is continually trying to use somebody to destroy your testimony and make you mad, make you lose your temper and lose your cool when we're supposed to keep our peace. Instead of getting angry and letting your emotions master you, he wants you to let it go and shake the dust off your feet. Joseph and his brothers, okay, they were jealous of him because he was one of the favored, right? And so they threw him into a pit where they had means to kill him, but Reuben stopped him. They threw him into a pit instead. Then I'm sure he was there, had to think about it for a while. And, you know, because he was just a young teenager and his head was a little bit too big over the dreams that God gave him, but they weren't for right then. They were for down the road. God will give us dreams and just because they haven't happened yet doesn't mean they're not going to. He had to perfect Joseph. He had to grow him up. He had to mature a little bit before he could handle the dream God was going to give him as king. As, you know, he yes, he would be king and, and, and lord over his brothers, uh, David. And then Joseph was going to be second in command to... Uh, Joseph was going to be second in command to uh, Pharaoh. So these two stories, David and Joseph, are perfect examples of things not going our way. Joseph was running from Saul. I mean, David was running from Saul. Joseph had to put up with his brothers. But then, yes, he had some time to think and cool off a little bit in that pit. And we know that because then here comes Judah. Judah, whose name means praise. See, when you praise, you're going to get delivered. Okay? But if you complain, you're going to sit there and remain a little bit in your trial until you learn what God has wanted you to learn. <coughs> Excuse me. I am so sorry. I'm trying to get over a cough, and it's uh, been uh, troubling. So please forgive me. Um, I'm going to read this one verse right here that, that my wife has written down for me. It's Proverbs 19.11. A, a man's wisdom gives pray, uh, patience it is his glory to overlook the an offense. We are children of the Most High God, royalty. Romans 8.37 says, No one in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. 
point is we just need to forgive our enemies who wrong us. That's what this whole entire episode is, overcoming people who don't like <coughs> us because people are not going to like us. We're children of God. And as we all know, society hates God for some apparent reason. They just choose to not believe his existence. Jewish people, they don't believe that God rode in on a donkey. They figured that they, they have it in their mindset that Jesus still hasn't returned yet, even though he has. They just don't believe it. They think, oh, he's, he's royalty. He shouldn't have come in on a donkey. There's no way in the world that's going to happen. But Jesus was humble. He didn't look to himself like that. He created all men in his own image. Yes. So in our examples, do you remember the story of Joseph? After thrown into the pit, he got sold into slavery, accused of wrong by Potiphar, thrown into prison. But it was in the prison that he got delivered and got raised up to second in command. So some of these trials just may be for your deliverance and your promotion to the next step. David was promised king and Saul was jealous of him. And he kept trying time after time to kill him. But God protected him. If you're going through some trials just as, you know, just as horrible as what he went through, God's going to protect you as well. So, err on the side of the Lord when you're wanting to respond. Step back and zip your mouth a little bit and say, Holy Spirit, help me. And he will. Rely on the Lord to help you when... You know, Satan is just going to try to push your buttons and make you lose your testimony. But that's why the Holy Spirit's inside of you. He's there to help you. He's help, there to help you rise above your emotions to want to get back. God says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. He can do a lot better job of it. And then you can keep your peace and joy. Why do you want to give in to Satan? Did he die for you? We can rise above Satan's tactics. And the useless argument Satan tries to make you a part of. We are better than that. We're children of God. First Peter 2.9 says, But you're a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the places of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. You're a child of God. And you have the Holy Spirit within you. Call on him in those times of hell. And then you don't carry that baggage of anger and resentment and bitterness around with you. Just let it go. Shake it off. And let the Holy Spirit take care of those who are wronging you. And, yes. And continuing on here. Um, topic number two. Overcoming those who reject you or do not believe. <coughs> I am so sorry. But continuing on, uh, the Jews did not believe in Jesus. Like I spoke on that before. They did not believe that he, he was Jesus that rode in on a donkey. They didn't believe that at all. And matter of fact, they crucified him for his troubles. All he did was come in, ride in on a donkey, and pro provide miracles, and just healed people. What was so wrong with that? Simple. Uh, the Jewish had their mindset on Moses' law. They would not let go of the law of Moses. Who made Moses the high authority? They didn't want to let go of their power either. They didn't want to let go of their power either. They did not, as my wife just said, they didn't want to let go of anything. They love having the power to influence. Sound familiar in this day and age, doesn't it? Just like the government. They don't want to release their power over us either. Mm -hmm. Sounds awfully familiar, doesn't it? But 
continuing on, it, it, uh, the Jewish just did not want to do anything against the law of Moses and giving up their power, which I've already said. Yes, and so they rejected him. They loved their power, and that's why society don't like the Lord and Christianity. It's because society is all self-serving. A lot of them are self-serving. Now, yes, not everyone. There is a lot of people out there who are good, who just haven't, you know, who just don't believe in the Lord, but they're good people. But just because you sit in a garage doesn't make you a car. So being good in life just doesn't mean we're going to get into heaven because... The Lord wants to keep evil out of heaven because that's for an eternity. So that's why we need Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Because without that, we are going to be tempted in life. And Satan is going to get us to do things that are wrong and to do things that are a sin. And guess what? You know, a lot of society's laws are based on the Ten Commandments. Stealing and killing. Hmm? You know, just that's a little bit food for thought. And so they rejected him. And it was their lineage that God chose as his chosen people, yet they rejected him. It was their lineage that Jesus Christ came from. The disciples scattered at the Roman soldiers as the Roman soldiers took Jesus away. They ridiculed him, and yet in humility and in confidence of who he was, he stood before Pilate. And Jesus said nothing. He didn't need to prove who he was. He knew who he was. You don't need to prove who he is either. Speak what God puts on your heart to speak to people. Show the love of God. Let it go and forgive. And, put in, and in doing so, you put it in his hands when people wrong you. You don't need to prove it. Because all that is going to start an argument. And that's what Satan wants. Yet he still said nothing. Jesus was beaten beyond human recognition. Nails in his hands. And his feet and he hung on a cross to die for the very ones who were rejected him yet he still obeyed you can do the same thing with the help of the Holy Spirit Philippians 4 13 says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me so you can shake it off let it go who are they anyway they're not God so really who cares what they think why are, is somebody else's opinion of you matter are they more special than you are we just read that they're not exactly so why give them more power why give in to their hatred by giving them more hatred in return it takes more power to walk away and just say i ain't got nothing to prove who cares and once you walk away they're going to stop they're, they're not even going to sweat it anymore because the, the focus of their power has left them just like uh, I'm reminded of an episode of uh, with Kirk Cameron's show where he's with uh, Phil Robertson. And Phil had a problem with people stealing his fish. And he walked up to him one day like, look, you don't have to steal my fish. All you have to do is come and ask me and I'll be glad to hang you some. That's all you got to do is ask. And they thought this guy was nuts. They thought he was completely crazy. But one day they tried it. And they just went up to him like, Phil, can we get some fish? And he's like, sure, take as much as you want. Then the thievery stopped. He didn't have no worry. He didn't have the problem of him stealing his fish anymore. And he did what the uh, Bible said to do. See, Phil wasn't always a Christian man. He 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 uh, was a drunken uh, person. That uh, most he he was in his testimony. He was a heathen until his sister worked in his soul, 
They even had a preacher go into a bar to talk to Phil one time. And it worked. He, he became a born-again Christian. Now he had the hit TV show uh, that was on for several years. Killed cancer, called her cancer. And, but it, he is one of, a, he's one of the many examples of God's power to change people. He even changed a, uh, a heart of Pharaoh. It took him a long time to do it, but he still did it. <coughs> yes. And so we have the Lord God Almighty, Holy, His Holy Spirit in us if you read in colossians 2 9 and 10 it says all the fullness dwells in bodily form in christ jesus and we have that fullness so the same power that spoke the world into existence that same fullness is in us through jesus christ so we have it are you relying on the power of the holy spirit are you relying on him to help you love the unlovable? Because we were all there once. It says in Romans 5 verse 8 that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So he still loved us and gave his life. That is the ultimate price and showing of love. Is to give your life for somebody else. Romans, I mean John 15 13 says, Greater love has no one than this and they lay down their life for his friends. He went to the cross for all of mankind. He died and rose again. And so with his spirit in us, with that kind of love, we can have that kind of love if we rely on the Holy Spirit. Help me, Holy Spirit, to love the unlovable. Help me to forgive. Help me to walk away. Help me to zip my mouth. And you know what? That's sticking at the Satan kind of. When he wants you to get mad and he's trying to push your buttons and then you don't, and you walk away and say, have a blessed day. That's going to stick it to Satan. That's going to get him. You want to get him? Well, that's the way, good way to do it. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Hebrews 13, 6. Are you relying on the Holy Spirit to help you? And then not have all that baggage that being offended causes. Yeah, there's no reason to have any kind of baggage like that. Just forgive and let go. You're stealing your own joy by doing that. You're letting other people have influence and power over you. Why? Why let it happen? Continuing on, we're going to talk about Matthew 19, 26. Um, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. <laughs> and you also may like, you may have a situation in life, which that verse may come in handy, in your life that seems impossible, but our Heavenly Father is God of all of the impossible. Which, like I said, that verse kind of ties in together. One other example is Paul. Faith in Jesus and the resurrection of the Holy Spirit is living within us. A new concept and very hard for many to believe. Did that stop Paul? Absolutely not. See, if you remember the story of Paul, he was actually called Saul and he just literally destroyed Christians. Until God done a wonder in him and he became one of uh, God's most powerful preachers. He spread the word all over the nations. And you know what he got for his troubles? Ridiculed by his friends that was his friends at one time. But they wouldn't listen to him. They persecuted him. After he turned a blind eye, they came after, uh, they came after him and started wrecking his life. And he was one of their best friends. Or at least in their understanding. Yes. <coughs> Paul, after he got saved, he underwent a lot. 
I mean, he had people constantly after him. And he even, you know, um, wrote a lot of his, you know, uh, of the New Testament that he wrote. He wrote from prison. There are 27 books in the New Testament. 13 of them were written from Paul and five of those were written from prison. Can you imagine that in the prison of those days? Come on now. Prisons back then were not as comfy cozy as they are today. So if he can go through that and still write letters to people thinking of people and how to encourage them in their relationship. We can rely on the Holy Spirit to help us in our daily life and keep our peace and keep our joy. It says in God's word, am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Am I striving to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. For I certify to you, brothers, that the gospel I preached was not devised by man. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by revelation from Jesus Christ. That's Galatians 1, 10 through 12. You see, they were trying to get him to stop preaching. They were trying to get him to stop speaking the name of Jesus. Because see, this is after Jesus died and rose again, right? And they thought, the Pharisees and all that still thought, you know, this this thing with Jesus is done with. No, but then they were preaching and they were the disciples were healing people in the name of Jesus. And it's like, this is, this can't be, they were still threatening. Jesus was still threatening their power and they wanted to make him stop. And he said, am I out to seek the men approval of men or God who can take your breath away and who gives it God almighty. So why do you care what, about what people think so much? Huh? Why do people care so much about what other people think? Wipe them off their pedestal. They're just human, just like you. Love them, but don't let them steal your joy. Love them, but don't let them influence you. Don't let them think that you're, take your thoughts away from you. They're just like any other person that puts their pants on one leg at a time. <coughs> yeah, so don't even worry about it. Don't even, don't even sweat them. But we're going to take a quick break here and play a song called Love Has a Name by Jesus Culture. We hope you enjoy it. And we'll be right back right after this. There's a space in every beating there's a longing that reaches past the stars There's an answer to every question mark There's a name There's a hope flowing through these veins There's a voice that echoes through the there's an ember ready for the flame There's a name We will fix our eyes on the one who overcame 
Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed that song by Jesus Culture. Love has a name. But uh, we're going to continue on with this topic. Uh, we're talking about rise up from those who don't accept you. And uh, we're on. We're on still in the second topic of it with Proverbs seventeen nine. <coughs> who covers over the offense promotes love, but whoever repeats matters separates close friends. We have everything we need in us to shake off the offense. Worry, fear, we have everything we need to keep within us to keep a strong, difficult times. We have the Holy Spirit to reach inside and call his name. He will be here, there to give you strength, encouragement, healing. You need to make through your promised land. See, we don't need anything else. We don't need acceptance from mankind. The only person we need to accept to have acceptance from is God. Why is that so hard for us to understand? We have him right near us every time we need him. All we have to do is open up a book, which is called the Holy Bible, and read it. He's right there talking to us. He's right there speaking to our hearts. It only takes three seconds to open up a book. And the most important book of all is the Holy Bible. That's right. You know, the Lord says that he is our strength. In our weakness, he's our strength. He'll give us what we need when we need it. Are we calling on him? Are we utilizing the Holy Spirit within us? Are you? Are you sowing seeds with your mouth that you're going to overcome this? You're going to overcome? I will obtain this. I will obtain that. Are you speaking negativity, which is only giving the devil more ammunition? Angels are spirits who are sent to serve those who will inherit salvation, it says in Hebrews. So are your angels out of work? Or are you giving them something to do? Are you sowing seeds? And prophesying over your future. Are you letting go of that offense rising above your feelings. And the offenses that Satan tries to use to destroy your testimony and your walk. And get you down and discouraged. Are you letting the love and the strength of Jesus Christ shine through you. It's your choice. You have everything you need to shake off that offense. To shake off worry and fear. To shape, shake off the rejection of others. You have everything you need to get you through a difficult situation and those who don't accept you. You have the Holy Spirit, so reach inside and call on his name. And he will be there to give you the encouragement that you need. It says in Philippians 4, 11 through 13. For I have learned to be content in whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. Whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do everything through him who gives me strength. The Holy Spirit is your helper. Do you talk to him? Do you ask for his help? He is the third person of the Trinity. And he is alive and he lives within your heart. Call on him for help. He is waiting for you to do just that. Ask and, and, I, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you. 
and be with you forever. John 14, 16. That is the Holy Spirit. In Jesus Christ, you are never abandoned. You are never destroyed. And you are a child of the King. Stand up and walk it. Don't let everybody make you hold your head down in shame. Who cares what they think about you? I know we said that over and over and over again. Uh, who care? Who? What? Uh, why do you care? But the point is, because you still have it in your mindset. You're still seeking approval of man instead of seeking the uh, God's approval. Thank you, honey. Second Corinthians four eight and nine says, "We are pressed on every side, but not crushed; perplexed, but not in despair; persecuted, but not abandoned; struck down, but not destroyed." Yeah, we're struck down by God. Uh, struck down by manly creatures every single day. Struck down by mankind. When we should be looking to God for power, strength, shield, He will give it to us when we ask for it. <coughs> That's right. God has a great and prosperous plans for you. Place your trust in Him, and He will lead you through to victory. It says that in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. I I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. And trust me, from experience. I have been through it all. I have been through abuse. I have been through the loss of my son, my mom, my dad. I have been through losing everything, my job and a home. And God has completely turned my life around. I have been through that rejection where I felt like I didn't have a friend. I know what it's like. And God has been there to pick me up every time and turn my life around. Proverbs 19.21 says, Many other plans in a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose for you that prevails. God's purpose for you will prevail. He will prevail, and no man can thwart his plans. God's purpose will stand, and he will do all that he pleases. That's Isaiah 46.10. Yes, for the final, third and final topic of this podcast is correction. The, the correct reaction and purpose. See, when the, the correct reaction, which we all should know because it's pretty much common sense, is just to walk away, say, fine, that's your opinion. You're allowed to have it. See you later. Or, now I'll be praying for you, which will probably set them off. But that's the correct reaction. Just don't give them any more power. They, are, they already have power over you by you acknowledging their existence. So just ignore it and walk away. Like my wife says when I drive down the street sometimes, and I get pretty bad road rage sometimes, unfortunately, but it's the truth. And my wife tells me, why bother giving them more power? You're giving them anger, which is taken away from your joy today. Well, she's right, but do I still do it? Yeah, unfortunately, I still do it, but I may not have to admit it. So... The Lord says you are more than conquerors. You can rise above the petty attacks of the devil to get you to fall and destroy your testimony, get you down, disturbed, and make you feel ashamed. But you're better than that. You're a child of the king. And you have what you need to prevail. You have God Almighty. Are you relying on the Holy Spirit? Romans 8.31 what then shall we say in response to this? If God be for us, who can be against us? As long as you are a child of God, 
you should fear no evil because he says he will never leave you or forsake you. He is a God of love, but he is also strong and powerful. He is God Almighty, El Shaddai. Are you relying on him? Because it takes his power sometimes to zip it and walk away. And to keep your joy. So you know what? I am not who they say I am. You got to read the Bible and believe in who God says you are. They are worth loving. And, and they're just blind. So say a prayer for them. But don't let them get you down and get you angry. Don't, you know, don't start saying things against them. That's what Satan wants you to do. Instead, say a prayer for them. Say, God, please help them. God, please help them. You know, I just had to do this, you know, lately there's just been this commercial and I'm not going to say who it is, but it's really making me mad because he's making a joke out of Jesus Christ. And, you know, and I'm just sitting there instead of getting all upset and losing my joy. I say, you know what, Lord, please show him that you're real. Because that's the only reason why he's joking about it is because he don't think you're real. Show yourself to him. See, that's going to be something that's going to change his life for the better for, forever. So you can get to the point where you can just shake it off and pray for that person instead. Because we're children of God. They deserve his mercy and love just like we do. So show it. You've received mercy time and time again. Show it to that person in offense who's offending you and rejected you. Instead of getting upset and then letting it steal your joy and your peace. 1 John 4, 4 says, You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. He wants us to react in love and in peace. But that means keeping your peace as well. So there are some responses. The correct responses here are just five of them that we can use to not let the offense and the rejection take over us. Yeah, number one is shake it off, shake off the offense like it tells us in the verse. Number two, take it to God in prayer. Ask if what they are saying is true. If not, ask how to respond, what to say, if anything. Sometimes Jesus was silent. He did not need to prove himself and pray for them instead of being hurt. Number three, let it go in anger. Let it go. Let go of the anger, bitterness, resentment, hurt feelings. Give it to God and forgive. Number four, respond the way he told you to. And five, and above all, walk in love. Be the ambassador Christ called you to be. Victory is ours, and it is a promise. Victory is after living in sin, habitual sin, being able to cleanse and purify you, and purify of your sin. Sorry. Victory is knowing that you are eternally saved. Once you have, once you are doomed to an eternity of hell, and victory is walking through life, in any and all situations, with peace in your heart, complete trust in God, and joy of un, joy unspeakable, when Satan wants to destroy you and depressed. It doesn't matter what people think of you; only God. That is very true. It only matters what God thinks of you. Don't matter what mankind thinks of you. And it's so freeing. It is so freeing when you finally learn who you are in Christ. It doesn't matter. I am who I am. In front of people and at home. I don't put on pretenses. 
But it's taken a long time for me to get that way. Because I walked around in a lot of fear and a lot of hurt at one time when I was abused before I came to the Lord. And I didn't trust anybody, especially God. But God showed me differently. And now, I've just had my 32nd book published. Where the enemy tried to steal my voice. And I was verbally and emotionally abused. I had a lot of that offense in me. God continually, he did then, he does now, and he will in the future, helps me to rise above that. And he loves me. That's a love that is unconditional no matter what I do. When I fall, and I do, and when I allow him to pick me back up and I repent and get back up, and when I'm going on, and when I am ministering for him, no matter what I do, good or bad, he is still there and he still loves me. He still accepts me and he'll accept you. And when you get to that point that you trust in that kind of love and you know who you are in Christ, it doesn't gonna matter what people say of you. I'm a loving person. I'm a loyal person. I'm a giving person. And if people don't like that, then that's their loss. But I don't care. I am who I am and I am who God made me to be and when you can get to that point it is so freeing because you don't have to let what people think of you determine your peace and your joy you can be joyful in any and every situation like it says like Paul said whether well-fed or hungry in need in want or having plenty you can through the power of the Holy Spirit and through his love that he says he will never leave you or forsake you he will never fail you or forsake you he is right there you can cast your burdens on him and he will sustain you he says he will never let the righteous fall in Psalm 55:22. our last verse 1 Corinthians 15 54 through 57 says death has been swallowed up in victory where O death is your victory where O death is your sting the Sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, that's the third and final topic, but we got some other exciting news on for you. One, as my wife said earlier, we got a special guest next week. The founder of the Jesus Talking Doll. I know everybody's heard of it, so he's going to be doing an interview next week with us, right here on You Got This. And also... My wife said something about her books earlier. Naomi's, I mean, Molly's Journey has been released. A story about bullying. You need to check it out today. And also, the train ride is out. And it's at first sale. So check that out, too. These are these are many, many more. My wife was telling me last night that God gave her a new book to write. And she's going to be starting that soon as well. So just check out our new books today at uh, yournewlifeministries.org and plus you can pick them up on Amazon and um, and other uh, other places where books are sold to and we're we're talking we're in discussions now on putting some new shows up on YouTube so check that out once we figure out how we're going to do it when we're going to do it but we're going to be uh, doing some new things on YouTube so check it out yes and just a little sneak peek we are going to be having a show called The Children's Corner where I will be reading um, some of the children's books that I wrote 
and many of the authors who want their book their children's book uh, read on YouTube and so if I choose to read your children's book that you authored you have to be the author of it uh, and um, your picture on the back of that book and sign a contract with me and I'll send you the YouTube thumbnail so you can advertise it'll have a picture of your book it'll have your picture on that and you can advertise and so I'm really excited about this so I want to just help promote other people's children's book so that is in the works we haven't began it yet but it's coming shortly and then we will have more inspirational moment videos but then also this show you got this guess what we're coming to YouTube so we're gonna have you got this talk time with Donnie and Sandy and so if you'd like to hear any kind of topics for that um, please email us as Don, Donnie said you can visit us on our website the contact us page yournewlifeministries.org or you can email us at info at yournewlifeministries.org yep so just always remember folks you know you got this when you let God lead the way talk at you later guys bye bye